Aaron and she talks. Seven dollars was. Oklahoma City looks so so pretty, you see. Amarillo, a Gallup, New Mexico. Flagstaff, Arizona. Don't forget Winona. Life has many twists and turns. There are many bends and forks in the road. After all, life's a journey, not a destination. So, we might as well enjoy the ride. Pack your backpacks and hop in. We're going to hit the open road on a radical retro road trip down the relic-filled Route 66 on today's FYI. Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got it. Amigos, and welcome to another exciting edition of FYI, the show where we delve into a different topic every week. And our aim, our goal, our objective is to teach you English and make sure you have fun along the way, por el camino. Because as I said in the intro, life's a journey, not a destination. Well, the same thing holds true for English. It's a journey, not a destination. So enjoy the ride. Enjoy that journey, right? Ride is el viaje, and journey is more of a poetic way to say un viaje. Now remember, it's a false friend. If you wanted to say jornada laboral, that's not journey. That would be a work day, for example. All right, so let's take a look at this intro. As always, I've put a lot of different vocabulary and expressions in there, and I've used a lot of double alliteration for a change para variar now it started off we heard some beeping or some honking now this is a good word because uh, both of these words are onomatopoeic we beeped the horn or we honked the horn makes sense huh beep beep Honk, honk. <laughs> so I love it when things make sense like that. So then we heard those sound effects and I said, life has many twists and turns. And twists and turns is muchas curvas. And this is like a poetic way of saying ups and downs, right? Ups and downs, altibajos. Well, twists and turns are the same thing. Muchos giros, I think you would say in Spanish. So obviously I was comparing it to being on the road. And a lot of times we compare life to roads or rivers, you know, things that flow, things that you use to go from one place to another. Then I said there are many bends. Now a bend is una curva. You can say a curve or a bend when we're talking about in the road. There are many bends and forks in the road. Fork? Tenedor? What are you talking about, Alberto? What do you mean there are forks in the road? Well, a fork is una bifurcación. This is where the road splits, se divide. And if you guys have ever seen the original Muppets movie, Los Teleñecos, there's a funny scene where they say, okay, well, bear left, mantente a la izquierda, bear left at the fork in the road. And it's very funny because the next scene, you see a big fork stuck in the road, metido en la carretera. And when I was a kid, 
kid, I didn't get that joke because I knew what a fork was, but I didn't know what a fork in the road was because, well, naturally I didn't have my driver's license when I was five years old. But a fork in the road. You can see this visual gag, gag is chiste, in this famous Muppets movie. Then I said, after all, which is después de todo, after all, Life's a journey, not a destination. And this is one of my favorite expressions ever. And I, it reminds me of a, an Aerosmith song. Life's a journey, not a destination. And I just can't tell just what tomorrow brings. Now, I know I just sang out of key, but... You get the gist of it. Me pillas el hilo. Great song. Uh, the song is called Amazing by Aerosmith. And he says this. Life's a journey, not a destination. And I think it's important that we remind ourselves of that uh, pretty often. Because sometimes we become very goal-oriented. To be goal-oriented means you're constantly focused on the goal, which is good. It's good to be focused, but not so much that we lose sight of everything else. And uh, what we say in English is we need to stop and smell the flowers or stop and smell the roses, which means parar y tomar una pausa. And that's so important in life. Then I said, so we might as well enjoy the ride. Ya que estamos, deberíamos disfrutar del viaje. Might as well. Then I said, pack your backpacks. Now, we don't make the suitcase in English. That's Samsonite. They make suitcases. <laughs> we pack or we unpack, which is the opposite. When you get to your destination or you get back home, you unpack. So not make the suitcase, sino pack. Pack your backpacks. Now, I said backpacks on, pers on purpose over here because I don't want you guys to bring suitcases. I don't have a lot of room in my trunk. Remember, the word trunk is maletero. The British say the word boot. And we'll look at, in the bonus part of today's show, we'll take a look at uh, all the differences between British English and American English when we're talking about cars. Because believe it or not, uh, we don't agree on anything when it comes to cars. Uh, no part of the car. We don't even call gasoline the same thing. I think they call it petrol and we call it gasoline. We'll take a look at this in further detail in the bonus part of the show. And remember, if you guys want access to bonus content every week, uh, bonus audio, PDFs with all the vocabulary, classes with me, and so much more, you can find out more at patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. And there are many different options. And well, if you're an English explorer, like I am, I'm an explorer in general, well then it's the place for you. Join us on patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. We've got a very curious community of amazing people and I want to thank each and every one of you. And a shout out to my super duper students, Hugo, Roberto, Jose Maria, Mila, Alex, Patricio, Edgar, and Loles. And don't forget about my interstellar students, Carmen, Diego, Pilar, and Diana. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This would not be possible without your support. For more information, go over to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. So now that we've got our backpacks packed, uh, backpack is mochila. The German word is rucksack, which I think that's what the British call it.
So Americans say backpack, British people say rucksack. And then this next phrasal verb is very common. Hop in, subete. Hop is saltar. But if I tell you hop in y me acerco con el coche, te estoy diciendo que te subas. So I said pack your backpacks and hop in because we're going to hit the open road. Now to hit is ir a. We use that a lot. I'm going to hit the supermarket before I go home. Acudira, ir a. We're going to hit the open road, as we call it. La carretera abierta, no? Sin límites. And then here goes my alliteration. On a radical, now radical is radical, like a, an extremist group, but also radical is American slang for awesome. So I meant it in that way. On a radical retro, retro del, del pasado, road trip down the relic-filled Route 66. And uh, relic, I think you say the same thing, reliquia. There's so many relics along, a lo largo de Route 66. And we're going to discover some of them on today's show. So guys, hop in. Here we go. Route 66 has many, many names, starting with Route 66, or U.S. Route 66, or U.S. Highway 66. Wow. But we're not done there. It's also called the Main Street of America or the Mother Road. And it was because it was one of the original highways in the U.S. highway system. Uh, the highway was established on November 11th, 1926. And they didn't erect the road signs uh, until the following year, el año siguiente. So as with everything, it was a process. But it was officially established in 1926. And it gradually became one of the most popular highways in the world. I was going to say in the United States, but I think how many of my Spanish students have said, oh, I want to do Route 66, or I'm, I'm dying to do Route 66, or I did Route 66 last year. It is a very popular destination, not just for Americans, but for people all over the world. And uh, it, took, you know, it took time. It became very popular over time. Now let's look at uh, where it goes, which states it runs through. Well, this highway, America's highway runs through eight different states. That's right, eight states and a total of three time zones. So you can actually travel back in time when you're driving down Route 66. So let's take a look at the states that it goes through or intersects. It goes through Illinois. In fact, its starting place is in Chicago, Illinois. It's right in front of the Art Institute of Chicago. So there's a good plan. You can start your trip in Chicago, spend the morning at the famous Art Institute of Chicago, and then hit the road as that song goes. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come. Come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Jack. And hit the road means largate. So I'm going to hit the road as me voy a largar. But no, not yet. We've got a lot of stuff to do. So it starts off in Chicago, Illinois. I, I wanted to tell you the name of the state just to show you guys that we don't say Illinois, sino Illinois. La S es muda. Then it goes through Missouri. Right, And it crosses over the Mississippi River there at St. Louis in the famous city of St. Louis, Missouri. Then it goes through Kansas. Uh, this is a Kansas, like from the Wizard of Oz, El Mago de Oz. Oh, and while we're at it, 
even though it doesn't go through Arkansas, quiero parar a mirarlo. So it's not Arkansas, sino Arkansas. Now, it's not related to Route 66, but since I just read the word Kansas, I wanted to let you know that Kansas versus Arkansas. Yeah, no tiene nada que ver. Then it goes through Oklahoma, and I remember this. I've done Route 66, and uh, when we went through Oklahoma, I went through the worst tornadoes of the last century. And I'm going to tell you all about that in the bonus part. I think it was the first time in my life that I didn't think I was going to make it to the end of the day. And that was in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I'll tell you about it, as I said, in the bonus part. Needless to say, I'm in no rush to return to Oklahoma. <laughs> the next place is Texas that it goes through, then New Mexico, Arizona. I think this is, in my opinion, the most beautiful part, New Mexico and Arizona. That area, it's just like driving through a painting. It is just breathtaking. And after it goes through Arizona, it terminates or it ends in Santa Monica, California, which is part of Los Angeles. And this road, this highway, covers uh, 3,940 kilometers. Now, remember, guys, when we write numbers in English, your comma is your decimal point. So in Spanish, you would say 3.940, right? 3,940. Well, in English, it would be 3,940. 940 kilometers uh, in miles. That's 2,448 miles. And uh, that's pretty big. That goes through a lot of states and a lot of different scenery along the way. It's really um, a very varied road trip as well because each of those states has different, uh, a different landscape, different scenery. Now, we already told you that it was established in 1926, but as always, there's always somebody behind it. Hay alguien detrás. Somebody pulling the strings to make sure things get done. And in this case, this was a guy named Cyrus Avery. Cyrus Avery, he is also known as, como decimos, a.k.a. the father of Route 66. He was the first person to refer to it, referirse, Uh, to refer to it as Route 66, the main street of America, la calle principal de Estados Unidos. So the father of Route 66, he created the route and, uh, well, he worked with the federal highway system to make sure that this route got paved and he also worked on promoting it as well. And to pave something es poner Pavimiento. I guess you could say he paved the way for Route 66. <laughs> okay, it's a bad joke, but at least I taught you to pave the way, allanar el camino. Cyrus Avery, the father of Route 66. It got really popular. It blew up, as we say. Now, blow up is explotar in ambos sentidos. Pero también explotar en en cuanto a ponerse popular. And, well, it started being recognized. It was being referred to in popular culture, in songs, TV series. There's a hit song, and it's called Get Your Kicks 
on Route 66. And to get your kicks is like to have your fun, right? Divertirse. Get your kicks on Route 66. Then there was also a TV series called Route 66, which aired, or uh, to air es emitirse, o estaba en emisión, it aired from 1960 to 1964. But perhaps the most famous mention of Route 66, of the Mother Road, as we called it, is from John Steinbeck's classic American novel, the Grapes of Wrath. The Grapes of Wrath, you say las, uh, las, uh, what do you say? Uvas de la Ira, I think you say. And this was a novel that came out in 1939, and it showed uh, the importance of Highway 66, not so much as a tourist destination or as a place to take selfies or uh, visit old ghost towns, but no, it was a method of escape. It was uh, the only way people could leave their lives and search for a better life, as we say. And if you remember the premise of the story, The Grapes of Wrath, it's about these people in Oklahoma who migrate to the West. And many, many people migrated West. And what was the route that they took? You guessed it, Route 66. And why were they escaping? That's, that's the question. Why were they trying to escape Oklahoma? Well, as I just told you, it's a place where there are a lot of tornadoes, so there's one reason. But also, um, there was something called the Dust Bowl of the 1930s, the Dust Bowl. And it was a period of severe dust storms that swept across the prairies, Las Praderas, of the United States. And it deeply affected uh, some of the areas in Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska, uh, New Mexico. So people fled, huyeron. And where did they go? Well, they went west because the west was expanding, there was work, um, and, you know, they could probably make a better lives for themselves out west. And so if you if you are familiar with that novel, if not, I highly recommend you read it. It's a, it's a classic American novel. Uh, it's a play. También es una obra de teatro. And it tells the story of the Dust Bowl and about these poor people who had to up and leave their homes and, and their roots and go out west because, well, their prospects where they were were very slim. Slim is eh, muy pocos. I think another way to say slim is escaso o pequeño. So they, they had slim chances of making it there. They couldn't make ends meet. Remember, llegar a fin de mes is to make ends meet. So they packed up their family. They got on these covered wagons with horses. And they went out west in search of a better life. And in the bonus part of today's show, we're going to talk about other movies, music that was inspired by this famous highway. So this is great. You know, this place was booming. People were traveling. People were stopping. They needed to buy things. So business was booming. All these towns were popping up along the route. And it was, uh, you know, there was no turning back. No había vuelta atrás. Until something called the United States Interstate Highway System. And this basically was um, an attempt to organize the highways of the United States. So they were more organized. Because think about it, if you think about it, uh, before you would go from one state to another and the name of the highway would change. So they needed to, as the United States grew, they needed to find a way to make sure that their infrastructure, especially transportation, was effective and, you know, that it was working well. So 
they had to make some changes. And of course, that affected Route 66. Uh, they, put, they put in newer, bigger highways. And I remember when I traveled down Route 66, it wasn't technically called Route 66. They call it Historic Route 66. But technically... I got on Highway 40. Now, it changes, as I said, from state to state. It depends on where you take it. But really, Route 66 doesn't exist anymore. And it was uh, officially removed in 1985 as, uh, as a U.S. highway. It was removed from the U.S. highway system. Now, they didn't get rid of the road, but of course, some pieces are still there. So you can still go on that same road that people went on uh, when they were going out west during the Dust Bowl, but other parts have been bypassed completely. In fact, there are towns that we'll talk about in the bonus part of the show that have become ghost towns because Route 66 used to go through there. But then when they built Route 44, or Route 40, excuse me, what did they, what did they do? Well, they built it maybe a, a little bit more to the left or a little bit more to the right. And what did that do? Well, that made these towns unaccessible. Nobody could get to these towns, so they started to disappear, and the roads started to fall into disrepair. Uh, there were potholes. Potholes son los agujeros estos grandes de la carretera. And in the end, uh, historic Route 66 became more of a nostalgic thing than an actual way that you use to travel or to get across the country. In fact, they, they designated it as a national scenic byway. And this is a good word because we just said highway. Cuidado, in Inglaterra, we say highway in the United States, but the British say motorway. So uh, just be aware of that. As I said, we can't agree on anything. No estamos de acuerdo en nada. A byway es un camino apartado. Uh, camino vecinal, sendero, a side road. So can you believe that? The most popular road in the United States technically isn't really a highway anymore. But that doesn't mean you can't enjoy it. There are still so many awesome attractions along the way, and uh, I'll tell you about some of them right now. The first ever McDonald's. That's right, McDonald's. You say McDonald's. We say McDonald's, or Mickey D's, or the Golden Arches. Well, the first one ever opened in California on Route 66. It was located uh, in San Bernardino, California, and I've been out there. You know what's out in San Bernardino, California? Nothing. <laughs> it's desert. There's not too much going on there. And it opened in uh, 1948, the first ever McDonald's. And they sold hamburgers for 15 cents. Now this place is a museum, which tells you about McDonald's, about Route 66, about that area. So that's a, the that's a thing, too. A lot of these people uh, said, we got to save Route 66. And even if, you know, it's not a major highway anymore, we have to at least preserve some of that history. You know, some of those old gas stations, some of those old railways, no, raíles de los trenes, all of that stuff needs to be at least preserved in some way. And, well, the good thing is it's working. Now there's a Route 66 Preservation Society, and they're really trying to make sure that at least some of the relics, the attractions that made Route 66 so popular are not forgotten. 
You can also see the tallest mural. Now, a mural is a painting on a wall, and there are many murals along Route 66, but the tallest one uh, you can find in Davenport, Oklahoma. Davenport, Oklahoma, it is the tallest mural. And they love it. They love their superlatives, I noticed, uh, on Route 66, because next you've got the world's tallest totem pole. Uh, and this is a uh, totem pole, is totem. We say totem pole, right? Uh, the world's largest totem pole, which is located in Foyle, Oklahoma. So there you go. You got a lot of uh, historic stuff in Oklahoma. <laughs> the, the largest totem pole. That's weird. Well, the, the next one was my favorite. In Fanning, Missouri, you can visit the world's second, <laughs> this is funny, the world's second largest rocking chair. Now, what does that mean? A rocking chair is una, un asiento que mola. Hey, man, that's a rocking chair you bought. But also a rocking chair is una mecedora. Because what do you do? You rock on it. And to rock is mecerse. You rock a baby to sleep. You know that famous song that they sing to babies? rock a baby on the treetop. When the wind blows, the cradle will drop. So imagine that, guys. It's not the largest rocking chair in the world. No, no, no. It's the second largest. But I'm, I imagine it's still impressive nonetheless. No obstante. And that's located in Fanning, Missouri. And then the last one, which I've got here on my list, is the old round barn. Now, there's a barn, un granero, a barn, which is uh, located in, in Arcadia, Oklahoma. Arcadia, Oklahoma. And it is one of the most famous uh, places along the route. And it's also one of the most photographed. And that's the thing, too. If you guys like taking pictures, if you like Americana, which is like this really, truly American culture, Cultural stuff, then you are going to love Route 66. But as I said before, guys, don't rush. No, no lo hagas con prisas. Because as I said before, just with English learning and everything else, it's a journey, not a destination. So enjoy the ride. All right, guys, we'll be back with the bonus part of today's FYI. 